and welcome back to another episode of Thoughtful Mind with Tzvi. I'm your host, Tzvi Hilsenrath. Before we get started in this week's episode, there's a couple of things I'd like to talk about, about the show itself. You may have noticed that last episode and this episode are shorter than episodes in the past, and we're going to be doing more of these short episodes interspersed with some longer ones, some topics I want to spread over a couple of weeks, some topics are just not long enough to justify a 20 or 25 minute episode, and some topics will be digging deeper. Also, we're going to be looking at a two-week release schedule. This will give me time to release on a consistent basis and also do the research to get those longer episodes going and out. Okay, so last time we spoke about the question of compared to what. And the question compared to what is a tool that you can use to do what is called reframing. Reframing is simply a way of looking at events in our life and trying to change our experience of it by changing our perception of it. What we often do is that we believe that the events of our lives cause us to feel a certain way or think a certain way or act a certain way. And in fact, that's not the case. This is one of the foundations of cognitive behavioral therapy or rational motive behavioral therapy or any of the cognitive therapies. And it's based on a quote from the Roman philosopher Epictetus. The idea is that it is not the events in our lives that cause us pain and sorrow. It is our perception or our thoughts about the events in our lives that cause us pain and sorrow. And so if we can change our perception of the events, we can lessen or minimize our pain and sorrow as we go through life. Today, we're going to look at another reframing device, and that is, where are you going to put the period on the event? When something happens in our life and we feel that it is a negative thing, a bad thing that happens, it's very easy to look at it in isolation and feel stuck and hopeless and miserable because all we're doing is we're looking at this event alone. We think, this is it. It is how it is. It is what it is. It's not going to change. It's always going to be bad. And it's true. If we only focus on the event that happened, it's very easy to see it as very bad, very negative, never going to change. The question is, where do you want to put the period? Where do you want to say that this event ends? If we decide that we're going to put the period in the future, we realize that the event itself or how we feel about the event or what the event means to us is going to change over the course of time, and it's going to change sometimes drastically. And I'll give you an example. So let's look at somebody that gets laid off or fired. It's a very common thing, happens probably to most people at some point in their lives, and it's very unpleasant. At the time, it feels terrible. And if you put the period there and say, how I am feeling about this event and my experience of this event, this negative, horrible event that happened, I got fired, Yes, if we put the period there, this is a terrible, horrible thing, and it is easy to feel misery, and it is easy to feel down, and it is easy to feel sad and hopeless and lost. But let's put the period in the future. Let's put the period later on in life. If we put the period in the future, if we put this event where it belongs in the context of a person's entire life, it can change the meaning of what happened. 
The reality is that for the vast majority of people, the vast majority of people, getting let go or getting fired is a net benefit. It turns out to be good. Most people that get fired weren't happy in their job anyways, and it often took getting fired for them to realize how unhappy they were. For most people, it is then a beginning of finding a job that they enjoy more or of taking opportunity, a risk that they might otherwise not have because they were stuck in the security of their miserable job. And so if we put the period in the future, we can see that this is not a bad event. It is something that happened that has some negative feelings, but also in the context of a person's entire life. When we look at the entire story and don't say that this thing happened and it ended there, we can see this was actually a good, a benefit that happened to the person. Here's another example. In the addiction world, addicts that have recovered will often speak about hitting bottom. Some horrible thing that happened that made them wake up and change their life. I remember reading a story about one man who quit smoking, nicotine being one of the hardest habits, one of the hardest addictions to break. And he told a story of he had gotten out of work, he picked up his kids from school, And he was out of cigarettes, and he went outside to a little newsstand that was on the sidewalk to buy some cigarettes, and he brought his kids with him because he didn't want to leave them in the car. The thing was that it was pouring, and now his kids are standing, shivering in the pouring rain just so that he could get cigarettes. And that was the moment when he, quote-unquote, hit bottom and said, no more. And you can look at that event and say, that's a bad event. Here, he took his kids and brought them out in the rain and they're shivering, and it's pouring, and this is a terrible thing. But if you look at the context of his entire life, this is a good event because it got him to stop smoking. But what if it's a bad event that you don't think the meaning of it will change? It is a bad event now, and it will stay a bad event forever. For example, the death of a close loved one. Well, in that case, it's also important to put the period in the future with regard to your emotions. How you are feeling now is most likely not how you will be feeling six months from now, a year from now, five years from now. That doesn't mean you won't look back on these events with sadness or maybe even some level of bitterness. It just means that the intensity of the emotion, as well as possibly the emotion itself, will be different. There's a big difference between hopelessness and sadness. Hopelessness can be an extremely overwhelming emotion, but it is most likely that in a few months or a few weeks or even a few days, that level of emotion or even the emotion of hopelessness itself will either go down or go away entirely. We put the period in the future with regard to the emotion. This is how human emotions are designed to work. Human emotions are not designed to be sustainable across a long spectrum of time. By the way, this is not just for negative emotions, this is for positive emotions as well. There's the old expression, happiness is fleeting. That's because happiness is an emotion, it is an emotional state, and emotions are not designed to last across the long term. I will give a caveat here. If you are experiencing persistent negative emotion across an extended period of time, it might be worth seeking professional help, even for a short period of therapy. Let's look at one more example of where we put the period. Let's say 
we put the period here at the end of where we believe the event is. What we need to realize is the fact that we are experiencing this strong negative emotion means that it signifies not only something negative, but something positive as well. In general, the stronger the negative emotion, the larger the positive emotion that preceded it. Not always, but in general. Strong negative emotions are a counterbalance to strong positive emotions. For example, let's look at the pain of divorce. Now, I don't want to be here minimizing the pain, the hurt, the betrayal of divorce. However, the strong negative emotion of divorce is often preceded by the strong positive emotion of connectedness and love. It is the loss of that love, it is the loss of that connectedness that leads to the strong negative emotion that follows the divorce. Because there is much positive, therefore, when that is lost, there is much negative. And so even though after a divorce, someone may be feeling strong pain and hurt and betrayal, the implications of those negative emotions is the ability for that exact same person to have the strong positive emotions of love and connectedness. And once somebody experiences that in the past, it is most likely they will be able to experience the same thing in the future. In a similar vein with the death of a close loved one. The pain of the loss indicates the depth of the love, the strength of the love that was there in the past. And even though the pain is real and the pain is present, it can be an indicator for us to look backward and appreciate the fact that we had that strong love in the first place. Now, I do want to say that oftentimes using this question of where do we put the period too early in a grieving process And grief is over any loss, not just the loss of death. It is also the loss of a relationship, the loss of a job, the loss of trust. Asking this question too early in the process can be counterproductive. We're just not ready for it. But at some point, we should be asking ourselves this question. How am I perceiving this event? Can I change my perception of this event by changing either the meaning of the event or reminding myself that this emotional state will not continue forever, or allowing myself to see that the strong negative implications of this event mean that there was a strong positive implication earlier on, and giving me a chance to appreciate that positivity. That's all for this episode. As always, I want to thank everyone for listening. Uh, I want to thank Isaiah Rappaport for the music on this last episode and the music on this episode, and he did all the music for the intro and the outro of the uh, first and the second season. So thank you to Isaiah. I would really appreciate anybody that shares this episode or any of the episodes on their social media. If you enjoy the show, please share it with somebody else. And as always, go out, believe in yourself.